In the name of Jesus. Alleluia. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Lynn and Shelley, Lori and John, Becky, Travis, and the rest of you, Harold's many grandchildren, great-grandchildren gathered here today, everyone else, his family and friends, Hear this word of the Lord, the word given to your dad, to Harold at his confirmation, a word that is indeed full of comfort in the face of death. Christ died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. 2 Corinthians 5:15 Jesus died for all all means all as we just heard in revelation all tribes and peoples and languages among them there are those who like Harold washed their robes made them white in the blood of the lamb they washed them by trusting in his blood to cleanse them. Only the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. This countless number are by faith are brought into Jesus' washing. As Jesus himself says, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And you are clean by the word that I have spoken to you. Whatever does not proceed from faith is sin, as Paul says, and what proceeds from faith then is righteousness. Those who trust in Jesus, when they come out of this great tribulation that we call life, they are now standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes. This Lamb, this Jesus, died for all died for his sheep. This lamb who is their shepherd sheds his blood for them. He brings his life to them by speaking his word to them. Only his blood cleanses, only his word gives life. He gives his blood and life to all of his sheep scattered across the globe from all tribes, peoples, and languages. Languages. Good gift. Harold uh, thought them fun, I believe is the word he used uh, over the many times I saw him the past few weeks. The Lord will use any of these languages to bring his sheep to himself. Whether that word is ich taufe dich instead of I baptize you, or as it was the other day, flipped around, I forgive you all your sins. The word that seemed to grant him release. Instead of ich vergebe dir alle seine Sünde. Doesn't matter to Jesus. 
He is the one using this word to wash and cleanse and forgive and save his sheep to bring them to himself because he, is, he has died and is risen for them. He is raised. That is an endless comfort in the face of death and the grave. That Jesus is alive right now gives peace and confidence as you trek toward your grave. Even as it gave peace to Harold as he journeyed toward his. And it will give you peace and comfort even today as we are soon to journey to Harold's graveside. For there is forgiveness because Christ died for you for our sins, according to the scriptures, according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. But then Jesus, well, his graveside was overturned. His grave was empty. He wasn't dead anymore. He was brought back to life on the third day according to that same eternal plan of God the Father and Jesus Christ, his eternal Son, that he would have a holy people, that Herod would be part of that holy people, that you would be too. For without his death, his dying for all, dying for the sake of sinners, they would remain sinners, remain unholy in his sight. Without his resurrection, his rising for them, they would not be justified, that is, innocent. They would remain guilty. If Christ is not raised, Paul says, you are still in your sins. Without his dying and rising for us, without trust in such a death as the eternal Son of God's death, without trust in such a resurrection as Jesus's, we would have no hope in the face of death, in the face of a grave. Grief would be insurmountable. Life would also get turned on its head. For Paul says that Christ died for all, that all who live would no longer live for themselves. Because without Christ making you his own, without faith in him, suddenly you are living apart from him, living on your own terms, making people live and do on your terms, living as if life has no meaning outside of right here, right now, because in that estimation, that opinion, there is no lasting life. There is no resurrection from the dead. Only this, the opinion that when someone dies, that's it. They've closed their eyes for the last time. They've breathed their last they're dead and gone forever. This, as far as the Bible is concerned, is being dead while living. And such a life is just a prelude to the eternal second one, the eternal second death, an eternity separated from Christ, the very thing they wanted, proved by how they lived. All of this is living as if Jesus is still dead. For if the dead are not raised, Paul says, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is empty and you are still in your sins. If the dead are not raised, Paul says, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. But in fact, Paul says, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. If Christ is raised, then the dead are raised 
If Christ is raised, you aren't in your sins. If Christ is raised, it means that the dead don't stay dead. It means that those who believe in Jesus don't go off into oblivion, but rather they depart to be with Christ, as Paul says, to await, at least from our perspective, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. You see, Christ died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. They live for him, to him, from him, toward him. And this is how Christ overturns everything. No longer mine and yours, tit for tat, even Stephen, or whatever other games we play, living for ourselves. No, Jesus ends all that, kills it in his own body, and then brings us into what is real and true, his resurrection from the dead. And all that is the hope, the faith, that your dad, your grandpa, great-grandpa had. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And it is a hope not just for him, but for you. For if the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. As we heard from Ezekiel I will raise you from your graves, O my people. For their sake, Jesus died and was raised. For your sake, for his sake. And they live. You live. Christ's dying and his rising are yours, made yours in holy baptism. As we learn and believe from the words, the great words, from the start of our service. We were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. The gift and promise and life and resurrection given again and again in preaching and his word, in absolution, in his holy supper. Christ died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. He was raised unto everlasting life. Jesus isn't dead anymore. Those who die with faith in him, like Harold, Depart to be with him. Those without faith depart to be without Christ. But for those in Christ, those baptized into him with faith in him alone, at the resurrection of the dead on the last day, well, Jesus will resurrect them. Bring them back to life. To live forever with him in righteousness and purity forever. And this is so because Death, death is only 
Zaijian. Bis später. See you later. Only in Christ Jesus. Because, alleluia, Jesus Christ is risen. <laughs>